fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. This is Saturday, August 28th, 2010, episode 20 of the Hotbox Marijuana Podcast. Your marijuana podcast. Your favorite marijuana podcast. Yes. If you like weed, this is the place to be. If you like weed, Montana is the place to be. For a minute, yeah. For sure. Best weed ever. Very this good. This place has the best weed ever. Very good. If you want to come get tested, we'll get tested. September and 18th. That is good. That's because we've got some good growers here. There are some f- amazingly smart growers here. Yes. But uh, yeah, this is episode 20. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, every Tuesday and Saturday at around uh, 8 o'clock our time, 7 p.m. specific and was at 10 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. We do this show at hotboxpodcast.com slash live. And if you were watching at hotboxpodcast.com slash live, you could call us at 406-204-4687. Of course, say hi. Say what's up. What's up? Yep. So everyone uh, enjoyed episode 19, yes. Life Lessons yes. of the Hotbox. Um, how's it was that, intense. How's, right? How's that been going? How's everything? Well, you're still alive. You're not I in jail. Am. No. You I still mean, got your kids? Oh, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. No, you know, my mom pointed something out very important to me and several other people. And I'm. it's not that I was worried, but, you know, it's still nice to hear, like, someone tell right. you that you, you're you're right not to be worried. Some like, reassurance. You should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay. He would have to go to the feds and say he runs a medical marijuana clinic and he <laughs> thinks somebody did something wrong. Yeah. First off, they're going to laugh because he runs a medical marijuana clinic and he wants them to investigate. Right. Usually it's the other way um, around. Yeah. <laughs> People are right. actually trying to keep the feds, you know, as far away from their shops as possible. It scares off customers. It's yeah. just, you know, not good for business. Yeah. And, you know, and then when he knew he didn't have, you know, all of the ammunition that right. he needed. It was he, all talk to scare you, Yeah, I'm sure. he was trying to contact people I know. Of course. And now, you know, it's having to be escalated. I mean, he is going to really regret having put me through this right that's not nice i will make sure of it see when you do not nice things to nice people not nice things get done to you and that's no good for you no you should have just been nice and done what you were supposed to do you know i mean it's not my fault that business decisions weren't made that should have been made that's right and hey and it's not fair to take that out on me any business is cutthroat nowadays. Yeah. You know, everyone's trying to undercut or under, you know, just do whatever they can to outsell their competition. And right. it's every business, every industry is like that. Well, and see, I'm I'm happy with the fact that I did such I think I did such a good job that the majority of the people that were coming to me 
have found ways of getting a hold of me if they didn't have my number already. Right, which most of them Yeah, and, and quite a few of them did. But there were some of those people that, you know, they didn't they didn't call me with special questions or right. have me running t- out to their house or anything like that, right? And so those people didn't have my number, like my personal number to get a hold of me. And they've actually like, um, somebody looked up my last name in the phone book and like called my mother-in-law. <laughs> awesome. Was like, yeah, Do you have I'm looking Sandy's for Sandy. number? <laughs> yeah. And my mother-in-law, thankfully, is like way cool. I lucked out by having a cool mother-in-law. Nice. And I mean, she's so cute too. I mean, like the power went out one time when she was babysitting and she called and she's like, do I need to check on anything? <laughs> awesome. You know, and we were like, no, they should be okay as long as the lights aren't out for too long. And then when the power came on, she was like, do I need to go down and make sure everything's okay? Aww. I was like, okay, open the door. Does it, it look it like a UFO landed? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Good to Don't go. Don't worry about it. Everything's chill. That's how it's supposed to look. But she called me and she's like, hey, this person's looking for you. And I, I didn't want to just give your number. So he gave me his number nice. to get a hold of you so that you could call him <laughs> and everything. And when I called him, he was like, yeah, I walked in there. And they told me that I had to do a change of caregiver form to buy from them. So one of your patients went in there yeah. and they said that to them? Yeah. And you he have was like, to? You have to change to us now. Yeah. And he was like, wow. um, but Sandy's my caregiver. And she goes, well, yeah, but Sandy's no longer here. And he goes, well... Sandy's I, still my caregiver. Can I can I get a can I get her number? And they were like, <laughs> "Well, we don't know. We don't have any way of getting a hold of her." And, yeah, right. And everything. And I guess they, it kind of was trying to sound like I I didn't want to be gotten a hold of. And he was like, "I I don't think Sandy would do that." That doesn't sound like he's like. We um, go. I'm gonna go ahead and go and have a nice life, right? You know? And That's I mean, so I have crazy. I've gotten so many phone calls from people that were like, you know, yeah, we went in there and found out what happened. And like, you know, wow. But we told them, no, we didn't sign up with the store. We signed up with Sandy. That's right. The building didn't get us the good stuff we wanted. The building wasn't responsible. The building was a nice place to keep dry out of the rain. It was the person. That's right. Behind the counter. The face. The brand. The heart. That's right. The love and the compassion that comes along with having Sandy as your caregiver. Doing what a caregiver's That's supposed right. to do. A building can't love you or no. be compassionate. It's a building. It's not Actually, there to talk <laughs> when you need an ear. There are some people that are into that, like objectophilias or something. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Yeah, those people are kind of But weird, they, they would probably stay with the building. Do you have any of those as your patients? I don't believe so. Okay, so you're okay then. Legally, I wouldn't be able to discuss that, though. Well, right. <laughs> but no, and... You know, so as of right now, you know, I'm still in the process of getting, you know, where I'm going to be solitary, you know, straight. And as of the first, I should be able to just be solitary in one spot so that people will know where to come to me. Good. And I'll be able to have, you know, my own stuff running. You're going to have another storefront? Yes, I am. Excellent. You can't can't keep a good person down. That's right. You need a storefront. I'm going to do it. This is business. This is business. That's right. And I know how to do it right. That's right. You know. I run this. It's business. It's just kind of, you know, how I do it. 
So, yes, I am. I'm not going to allow other people to scare me into shying away what I love to do. That's right. Take your hostile takeover somewhere else to someone who you can actually scare into doing that. And I am really happy about the support that I've gotten, too, because that's been a huge... Yeah, that's been a huge thing. And a lot of people have even pointed out that if it came down to... You know, me needing to even try to prove that I am a good person, there would be quite a few people, I think, who lots would be of able character, to speak to that. Lots of character witnesses. Right. Absolutely. But even people who don't know me personally, you right. know, I mean, just the fact that those people are being supportive is a good thing. I like it. It makes me feel good. Good. We got a, a email here from the last episode uh, from MDS. says, Sandy, big props to you for getting... An attorney the same day all this went down. Some other people we know who keep losing jobs should take notice. (coughs) Danny. (coughs) Uh, I had no idea. You didn't own the dispensary. You always sounded like the owner, not an employee. You never said anything about anybody else doing anything. Sounds like it wasn't a good setup to be in. Uh, You said you had to be an employee. W-2, not 1099. That may not be true, especially if you come in as a licensed caregiver and keep your own patient cards. There's lots of detailed IRS rules about when 1099 is okay. Uh, Do you keep your own hours, use your own tools, have your own skills, etc.? Of course, you haven't told us the financial arrangements, who was growing the stuff, etc., but it sounds odd to me you were getting paid salary uh, or commission. Seems like it would have been better to take all the revenue and give him a cut rather than vice versa. Uh, but I'm just rambling, and it doesn't matter now anyway. So, uh, now uh, know that when you call the Department of Labor, they will always tell you you need to be an employee. They do it to cover their own asses. It's like calling the building department on the phone and asking them if you need a permit to fart in your own backyard. They will say yes. Mm-hmm. So my life lesson is don't call the government and ask them questions. Good. You can't trust the answer, and it may blow up in your face uh, as you found out. Good luck with the new shop, MDS. Yeah, and see, the the situation I was in was this person had money to pay the rent. Right. I was in there as an office manager. I was paid an hourly wage to sit in there and have people that came to me for help. And I ended up having to make a lot of the decisions. And I was also growing, but I was not able to grow to the scale that I needed to. But I will be able to soon, right? hopefully. And I mean, you know, it was just a situation where I... I was basically the only person with the knowledge to keep things going. Right. He was in it from a strictly business investor point of view. He had no passion about the plan itself. He didn't give a crap about helping people. He saw it as a legitimate business model that should be taken advantage of. He happened to have some money, so... There, that's how it goes. Yeah, but see, he he forgot a very important thing. If you have money and you're going to be starting a business, you need to run the business properly. Right. And you need to take care of your employees. Like we said, don't cut corners. Right. And don't try to F your employees. Right. Because that's sexual harassment. So. <laughs> and as Jimmy One Green Thumbs said, the good seeds will grow and the bad seeds will die off. Yes, And that's exactly will. what's happening. That is exactly what is happening. Well, good. I'm glad you're okay and everything is cool. 
mm-hmm. and that the shop will be up and running soon. Yes, it will be. So, September 18th, can I remind you, we're having a party, a festival, a festival, if you will. Yes. If I could roll my tongue, I would have right there. <laughs> uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash roachmarket. If you want a booth, we have booths. Check it out. There's a sign-up sheet there, 25 bucks each for a table. Bring your wares and sell them. Uh, we're going to have some music. We're going to have some people speaking, some panels, if you will. And uh, it's going to be a great time. And good food. food. Good food vendors. The place I eat breakfast at every day, the wrap and roll. And a good barbecue and place. And a good barbecue place. Mm-hmm. F yeah. It's going to be a great time. So, hotboxpodcast.com slash roachmarket. Uh, and there's a Facebook group. <clears throat> excuse me, for the hotbox, so make sure you remember that. And on the events page there, you can RSVP and see who's all coming, and it's going to be a great time. I'm excited. I am very excited. So, Yay. what's been going on in the world of marijuana? <laughs> a lot of stuff. What's first? Um. Well, of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Anybody who's paying attention to the news is going to know what this hey, first thing is going to yours be. Yours and mine, favorite <laughs> uh, J-O, if you will. The big J-C. J-C. Back in the news. Yeah, but this is the kind of news about him that I'm okay talking about. Um, Do tell. So... Three former employees of a Missoula medical marijuana business Mm -hmm. that has helped thousands of patients get their state Mm -hmm. marijuana card sued its owner Thursday, Mm. alleging that he ordered hundreds of card applications to be falsified. Ah, ouch. Pretty sure that's illegal. Ouch. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. That's that's a big no, 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 no. That's jail time. That's fraud, bro. Yeah. Wow. The wrongful When did you think that that would ever be a good idea and that in this brand new industry, oh, they won't notice. There's so many of them. I think he has the, like, I think I said this like episodes ago. Right. Um, I think he had a similar mentality to Mark Emery. The whole overgrowth of the government. The martyr. Well, like, you know, (laughs) make so many of them out there that everybody goes, oh, it's worthless. We'll never win this fight. There's just too many um, people out there. Mm, I don't know about that, JC. Yeah, well, it, he's it's an he's an epic failure. Um, the, the yeah. wrongful discharge lawsuit filed in state district court in Missoula also accused Jason Christ of the Montana Caregivers Network mm-hmm. of verbally abusing its employees. Oh, you that's think, not nice. No, why would you do that? You shouldn't. You sh- you shouldn't using company funds for personal expenses. Oops. Yeah, that's not okay. Dipping into the old uh, petty cash there. Yeah. <laughs> Using, com- or wait, I already said that. Driving a company van while smoking marijuana mm. and creating a hostile work environment mm. that essentially forced the three workers to quit June 18th. Mm. No yeah. good. No good, sir. 
The employees were exposed to unbearable working conditions. They were directed to participate in actions that were unlawful, and they were directed to engage in unethical business practices directed against physicians and others. Yeah, like fraud. That's such a big no-no in that area. Yeah. That's like forging prescriptions. Yeah. In essence. Yeah. That's like major jail time. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that Mm -mm. at all. Chris contacted late Thursday, said he hadn't had a chance to review the suit or its allegations and Mm. declined to comment. He said he expects to respond later. Yeah, I'm sure. You'll have plenty of time to read over it while you're sitting in jail, probably. Yeah. Do you think he'll get out of this one? Uh, no. MDS says, is JC related to Devin? (laughs) Uh, That would be amazing if he was. That would just blow my effing mind all over the wall. Well, maybe you should research that and find out. Google it. Google it. Maybe he is. You don't know. Kristen, Kristen and his Montana Caregivers Network have been two of the most visible figures in the explosion of medical marijuana use and the business in Montana within the past year. Unfortunately, can, I might add. Can you be a martyr if you're being sued? Like, does that work still? Can you be a martyr and be a dumbass? Mm, yeah. Oh. Blowing yourself up, that's kind of dumbassy to do. Oh. And they think they're martyrs, so yeah. He should blow himself up. That would be like, that would be the extremist. Bro, bro, listen to me. You want to make a splash in this game? Blow yourself up. I'm telling you. So. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That that may not be the best advice ever, but if he does it. Well, I'm just saying, based off of, you know, what other people have mm-hmm. done to, like, get their point across. Like, that's how you well, get it done. Well, people have set themselves on fire. People have right. stood in front set of your, tanks. Oh, set yourself on eating. I like that. Set yourself on fire, Jason Christ. I'm surprised he hasn't. You know he probably tries to smoke and fill his car up with gas. Uh, yeah. Oh, I would love a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see those headlines now. <laughs> oh. I don't understand how... Like, I'm all about, like, smoking and getting weeded and stuff, but when I have, like, certain things to do, I need to keep a clear head, you know, like, go to work or, you know, others. Doing podcasts. Podcasting to start off, you know, once the show gets started and I don't have to think of something to say, sure. But, like, he's always smoking. Like, is that why you just he's are... He's doing it to just try to make a statement. I'll bet you anything he's probably that smoking. When, he go, when he goes home, he probably doesn't even touch the stuff. <laughs> he's probably smoking K2. He's a social smoker. Right. He I'm, just does it in public. I just drink socially when me and my bros are out just broing down. That's when I smoke. The network has held traveling medical screening clinics across the state where prospective patients line up to see physicians who can consult with them and approve them for their medical marijuana card. The network has also arranged video conferencing between physicians and patients through Skype, I might add. Nice. We, we're video conferencing right now. Yes, we are. Do you think that this would qualify as a doctor's appointment? Okay, I'm going to give one of you guys a checkup. Or no, wait, you would need to give us a checkup because you see us. We can't see you. We could do this over live video and see them if they have cameras and then they'll see us. Yeah. 
Who wants a checkup? Let's do this. The doctor is in. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> you might get in trouble trying to do that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Chris is a medical marijuana patient himself, often seen <clears throat> in public smoking the drug in a long pipe, mm -hmm. which he says, this isn't in the story, but right. he says that his pipe is that length <clears throat> because it properly cools the smoke mm. when it touches his lips to mm. the perfect temperature for his specific issue. And what issue is that? Retardedness of the brain or something. Nice. I mean, he's nice. got some. Yeah. I like. I like my weed to be chilled. Do actually, nice I think he has a hemorrhoid. Does he? I uh, probably. I had a hemorrhoid once. Let me tell you, no fun. <laughs> no fun. <laughs> smoking the dragon a long pipe, most notably outside the state capitol after testifying at recent legislative hearings on proposals to tighten regulation of the state's medical marijuana program. Right. The Which he he tremendously helped us move yeah, forward. Right. Thank you Thank so you. much. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you. <laughs> the lawsuit filed by Tiffany Klang, John Phillips, and Nicole Harrington of Missoula seeks back wages and punitive damages from Chris for his malicious conduct. Mm -hmm. Chris Lindsay, who is my attorney as well. Whoop 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 whoop. A Helena attorney representing the three employees said they joined the business because they cared about helping medical marijuana patients. But when mm -hmm. Chris began going around his own physician's recommendations, it was really too much for them and they quit. So he was so he would go against what the physicians he had in there were recommending. Right. Like if they were like this person doesn't need it, he would just give them their card anyway. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's that's no, dude. That right. is a huge no. Well, the the suit said that in January, Chris developed a new procedure that required physicians working with the caregivers network to submit thousands of signed certifications for marijuana cards that were blank. What? A doctor outside the state would meet with a patient by video conference and make an assessment. If the patient had a debilitating disease that qualified for marijuana, the physician made note in the company database and another employee would fill out the certification and submit it to the state with the patient's application, the suit hmm. said. Seems kind of shady. Yeah. Yeah, in March... Chris ordered employees to take all pending and denied patient applications and submit to submit them to the state along with the signed blank certificates, whether the patients qualified or not, or had even seen a physician. Ouch. The suit said, Oh man, that yeah, is like he's in lots of wow, trouble. Dude. Lots of trouble. I don't know whether to be more amazed at how big your cojones are or at how ridiculously retarded that that is. Mm-hmm. Like both are equally amazing to me. I know. That is so I, crazy. I, I I have never Hey, I'm gonna need a thousand of these with your signature on. And if you have any blank prescription pads, send those my way too. Thinking of getting a good drug habit going. Like, dude, yeah, come I on. know. Especially in this industry, you know people are checking stuff, dude. And you know that if you ask yourself, like, would this help the overall state of medical marijuana or would this push it back like five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know? Um, I think 
This was this no isn't good. gonna look no good. good. No. Um, the suit said Chris ordered employees to fill in the certificates and say all of the patients suffered from chronic pain. Nah, which is wakey, wakey, one wakey. of the conditions that can qualify a patient for medical marijuana. Nearly seventy percent of the almost twenty three thousand Montanans with a marijuana card have chronic pain as a diagnosis. Is that what mine says? I don't remember. Oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> but I do. For real. I got like records of it. Yeah, you do. I had like, a, did you see my macro? They're like that thick, dude. Yep. People like hitting my car when I was younger and working for <laughs> Alamon when I was traveling in all the states. Like, it seemed like every state I went to, someone would just ram into my car. It was never my fault every time. Uh huh. Good stuff. <laughs> um. Chris falsely told staffers that his actions were the result of negotiations with state health officials. <laughs> MD- I'm sure. MDS says that giant sucking sound is your chance for getting better laws in the next legislative session. JC just killed it. Yeah. Big time, dude. Yeah. Big time. Hey, what's oh, that yeah. sound? That oddly familiar sucking sound. Oh, that's JC just wiping his butt with any hope that we had for, you know... Getting some decent legislation passed. Yeah, and see, the, the three people who quit, they did the right thing. They did now, what I did. As soon as everything happened, they went to officials. And they right. said, okay, we're in this situation now. What do we do? What was that thing we were supposed to say when he does something stupid? We do not condone or we, we denounce. Not, we do what not the condone the actions of. It was something else though. Denou- it was like a, oh, I denounce the actions. Something of, like that, yeah. Of what he's doing, like yeah. we are not cool with him. He is not a part of our group. Yeah. We're not okay with what he's doing. And um, actually, the MMGA director here in Flathead County sent an email to the MM comment at M- at MT. Dot gov. Right. Um, he sent an email in denouncing everything. Chris oh, D-Bud says we condemn his actions. That's right. We, the Hotbox podcast, condemn his actions. Yeah. To hell. Totally. I I'm not okay with pretending that a doctor saw somebody, and I know there were a lot of people like right after but, March. And not a even lot that, of people though. got their cards, and they were like, "Um, we weren't supposed to get these. I don't think." Right, but thanks. But um, not even that. Like even going to a doctor and them saying no, and then going around and still giving them. Like I think that's almost worse. Than them not seeing a doctor at all, you know, because like you saw the doctor and they said, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, and like, then he went through and forged the document. Forgery. Hmm. You Fraud. know, I mean, you're not allowed to do that. No, ever. <laughs> That's why it's stated in the law that it's illegal because you're not supposed to. But apparently, his condition. Has made him forget things that important. Oh, dude, will he plead insanity? Will he be like? Have you seen I, his pipe? He could probably <laughs> get away with it. I have a problem. Uh, excuse me, Your Honor. I have a pro- I have a problem. I that that would totally be awesome. You would get away. You would go to a loony bin, which I would much rather go to than a prison. Well, he's just going to scream the whole way about how, you know, 
Funny Farm. He was trying to make a point and all these things. What blah, was your blah, point? Blah, 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 blah. That and he's going to probably can... try smoking in court, too. I hope so. But I'm what sure point are you trying to make? That you can easily fraudulate the papers needed to get people cards? Congratulations. Well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he said, okay, put me in jail. And then he started trying to make a stink about using marijuana in prison. Oh, I bet. Oh, a- please don't let a- that happen. MDS says, who paid the 150 for the cards they were not supposed to get? <laughs> well, Did I they think, cover that? I or? think that they had it set up that if you didn't get your card, you didn't have to pay. But they would submit them anyway. Right. So I think Chris was just eating it on that. Wow. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> D-Bud says, temporary insanity. He'll now switch hit and blame the pot. <laughs> I could totally see that. The marijuana I can't stop smoking because, wait for it, I'm addicted to yep. it. It made me do crazy things like oh. f- make fraudulent <sighs> claims and whatnot. If he does that... I'll be so angry. Oh, he will probably be set on fire by another person. He should just... I I still stick with my first idea and say he should set himself on fire or suicide bomb. Someplace, Something. Someplace out away from people. I'm not saying have run into the library. Guy, though, how does he smoke and drive out of that thing? He, I have he no has idea. to have gotten into a car accident. I'm sure. He's going to probably... We'll probably see a picture of him dead in a car with that pipe up through his, his bald little shiny head. <laughs> MDS says, I respect Matt a lot, so I won't pick on him for coining the new verb fraudulate. <laughs> fraudulate. He was fraudulating. Hey, if Sarah Palin can do it, I can do it. I'm a wordsmith. You know, um, Dan Quayle made up spellings for words. That's so right. Everybody Come does on. it. I'm like a politician. It's all good. So what else is going on? Are, is that, are we done with uh, yeah, this J-O? That's all, that's all he has going on. All right. Eh. Well, let's talk about this real quick. Well, the other episode, we were talking about how Facebook said no to the Just Say Now group for running uh, pro-marijuana legalization ads for the uh, California's Prop 19. So the social news site Reddit, we have a Reddit account there, uh, staged a mini-rebellion Friday deciding to run ads for a pro-marijuana legalization campaign for free after Condé Nast executives ruled against taking payment for the ads, the ads from the Just Say Now group support passage of California's Prop 19, which would largely legalize the use of marijuana. After inquiries from the group, Condé Nast executives ruled against running the ads on the user-driven Reddit, a tiny unit of the Condé Nast publishing concern, uh, which also happens to own Wired Magazine and Wired.com. Uh, and they're also publishers for magazines such as The New Yorker and The Vanity Fair and Vogue. Vogue, Vogue, fucking Vogue, 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 Vogue. Okay. According to a statement published on the Reddit blog, Condé Nast declined to run the ads from the Just Say Now group because the company, quote, does not want to financially benefit from the issue. Reddit's users revolted at news of the rejection because, you know, everybody on Reddit probably smokes pot. (laughs) And Reddit's employees took the extraordinary step of airing their grievances publicly, not unlike uh, what happened with a similar situation last year when Condé Nast management ordered Reddit to remove a user posting at the behest of Sears. 
The Reddit admins were just blindsided with news that apparently we're not allowed to take advertising money from sites that support California's Prop 19. <laughs> like this one, for example. Uh, there's a lot of rabble flying around, and we wanted to make some points. This was a decision made at the highest levels of Condé Nast. Reddit itself strongly disagrees with it and, frankly, thinks it's ridiculous that we're turning away advertising money. Right? In this economy? Yeah. <laughs> we'll take money from whoever. Uh-huh. Uh, if if Safecom MT, Safe Community, Safe Kids, if they want to sponsor an episode of the Hotbox, I will take their money. And I will smile when I'm doing it. I don't care. Sell out. Okay, I won't do that, though. Okay. Maybe just a little the ad. Episode like on the episode will be us arguing about that. Probably. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is an episode of silence. An hour. I'll just make, I'll just make comments the whole time. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, we're trying to convince corporate that they're making the wrong decision here, and we encourage the community to create a petition so that your anger is organized in a way that will produce results. After getting an official reason for the rejection, Reddit's admins decided to run the ads for free. Reddit, a Y Combinator-funded startup acquired by Condé Nast in 06, has struggled to bring in advertisers despite a rabidly loyal user group and recently asked users to sign up for gold memberships so the site could hire another engineer. Hey, can you guys all sign up for gold memberships? We need to hire somebody else. And here's people that were willing to give you money and you said no... So the admins were like, well, F it. We're just going to run them for free then. You can still give me the money and, you know, we'll run it. But uh, Just Say Now argues that these rejections amount to censorship of their political message, uh, which they say is not about promoting marijuana use. They point out, for instance, that more than half of those in federal prison were convicted of drug offenses. They've asked their Facebook fans to change their profile pics to the banned image and will be using self-serve Reddit text ads to promote their decriminalization platform. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Good job, Reddit. Yay. Well, good job, Reddit admins. Yeah. Not so much the uh, Reddit officials. Yeah. So. I'm turning away money like that. I know. In this economy. How can you afford In to do that? In certain instances, though, as I pointed out, and I will make comments... If you took money from them. Okay. Ask D-Bud. I could be mean. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to give you your money back. Safe community. Safe kids. <laughs> are, are they even still around? I don't know. Did they go do what I said and join MAD? I don't know. They, like, they've been quiet. Like I haven't even seen anything on their Facebook page. I think that occasionally they po- post stuff about... um. You know, of course, negative marijuana stories. Oh, of course. What's new? Because, you know, that fits their agenda and whatnot. Oh, yeah, you know. They got to say that stuff. Speaking of negative marijuana news, Paris Hilton was there again. Really? What did she get in trouble for this time? Well, it was was, technically it's cocaine possession. Oh, technically. They got got stopped (laughs) in the first place because the cops smelled marijuana in the car. Whoops. They were on the strip, too. Doing coke. What a life she must live. Doing cocaine, blowing some blow on the strip, smoking yep. weed, just being oddly weird looking, but still considered hot, I guess. I don't. What a life you must see. have. I, I still, she is one of those people that I will never understand why she is in the news. I remember the first time I saw her in the news, I was like, 
Who is she? Okay, your last name is the same name that's on a hotel. Yeah, she's, someone in your family helped right. start those hotels. Right. And, and she you just, have money from it. Right. You make stupid decisions. Yep. And you're in the headlines constantly. Just making that hotel chain look so sad. <laughs> you I mean, break your grandparents' heart every time there's an article that says Paris Hilton arrested on cocaine possession charge. I I swear if my if if either of my daughters ever or did granddaughters any, yeah ever did any of the stuff that she does oh man I would be in the news for probably yeah right <laughs> just uh, tan and some hide if oh, you know what I mean some Jekyll yes. and Hyde man oh that is it would no. not be fun for them because I, this this is not okay i would love to see paris and jc just hooking it up yeah right could oh. you imagine what that would be like that just be the so two of them like in a room jc with his big long pipe her with her whatever she has they could actually probably carry on a conversation for quite do a you while. think so do you think it'd be just like a bunch of grunts and moans Simple minds. Simple minds. Pot. Mm. Cocaine. Mm. You know, she tries to always put on this thing that she's this intelligent person. Uh, she has yet to act uh, like so it. Hot. So What is name one thing? If if you actually were conscious at the sperm level and said, I want to be born into the Hilton family. If you like made that happen, then word to that. And that's probably the one thing she's ever done. But since that, you know, isn't able to happen, as far as I know, I don't think she's done anything. You have such a life. Could you imagine that? Like, just being born into, like, oh, you, uh, you know, you graduate high school? Here's a bunch of money. Enjoy your life. Thanks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna enjoy some cocaine and some sex tapes. And some weed. I'm enjoying it all. We all, you know... Do you know what kind of money that is? Like, Hilton money? That's some good money. That money runs deep and wide. It is, but you would think, you know, at some point in time, somebody would... I mean, she's 29 She's made her own money, though. She gets paid to go to people's clubs and, like, party. Which is stupid. I want that job. The economy sucks right now, and they're... and, And... People like this are still being famous. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's... Breaks my heart. Stupid. Breaks my heart. Stupid. But, oh well. She's 29. Yeah. Wow. Same age. I know. That makes me so angry. Like, we are getting by paycheck to paycheck, and she's out there doing this. (sighs) Yeah. What's your job? Uh, people pay me to like totally party. I'm a party girl. I've had like twelve abortions. That's so hot. I, hot. Oh, I'm gonna probably get sued for that now. Uh, Didn't she copyright that? Can you do that? I don't know. I'm gonna copyright every word I've ever used in every song I've ever written. Uh oh. Those are my words. Okay. You owe me money now. <laughs> So, yeah, she's cruising down the strip. The cop smells marijuana, pulls them over. Driver gets arrested (laughs) for driving under the influence, Mm -hmm. right? They're not specifying alcohol, drugs, whatever. Cocaine, whatnot. Paris apparently had an undisclosed amount of cocaine in her (laughs) purse. Awesome. 
I don't know if that means a lot or they were fishing for something to arrest her for because the cop wanted to be famous. Probably. So, yeah. It all started with marijuana, though, so of course that had to get thrown in the story in the first paragraph. Well, at least it wasn't in the headline this time. True, true, true. But if you do a search for marijuana news, it is one of the first stories that Well, of course. Of course. And if you go to hotboxpodcast.com and click on the news link there, that thing updates every day with fresh marijuana news for your reading enjoyment. So what's next on the list? You want to talk about Disneyland? You ever been to Disneyland? Yeah. No, I haven't. Really? Oh, man. I want to. I want to take my kids. When I was a kid, I went. I remember. Oh, fine. And then I remember getting a little older and reading about Marilyn Manson going there and, like, tripping acid and, like, just running a rampant. And I was like, man, I want to do that. That'd be awesome. The closest I came to was Worlds of Fun in Kansas City, <laughs> tripping on acid and like riding roller coasters there. Good stuff. I highly recommend that. <laughs> we don't endorse it, but I highly recommend it. I-, I highly recommend trying anything at least once. Please don't sue us for anything you try that we might recommend. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. If you can keep your, your S together... Tripping while riding roller coasters while being in an amusement park like that? I wouldn't be able to. You're a strong person (laughs) mentally. I wouldn't be able to. You're a rack of discipline. You could work on it. Maybe. Practice makes perfect. Mm. So. (laughs) So they came to learn about marijuana laws, how to start a medical dispensary business, what they could change due to change the stigma of the drug. Inside a cavernous hall at the Anaheim Convention Center, more mm-hmm. than 1,000 people gathered Saturday for Orange County's first medical marijuana convention, an all-day-long event called the Know Your Rights Expo. That's awesome. Right across the street from Disneyland. Nice. Isn't that cute? Well, that's where the Anaheim Convention Center happens to be. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. Sorry, guys. Um, and the Magic Kingdom. So, was that is that okay that... Well, yeah. Oh. I don't have a problem with it. So why was it a, even a news story? Because like, it was, was across Disney- the street from Disneyland. Was Disneyland pissed about it? Well, um, attendee swap stories, perused 120 vendor booths, and listened to talks by medical marijuana advocates, political strategists, even a retired Orange County judge. Sounds like what we're trying to do. Right. The only thing missing was... Goofy? Cannabis itself. Oh. Right. No medical marijuana was allowed to be sold at the expo and no drug use was permitted on the premises. All of the paraphernalia, insurance companies, doctors, it's mainstream. They're not hiding anything, said retired James, retired judge James Gray, a vocal critic of America's war on drugs and a 20 year veteran of the Orange County Superior Court. There is no question marijuana will be regulated and controlled. It's just a matter of when. Mm. Which is very true. Yep. The Orange County Expo comes just two months before California voters will be asked to decide whether the legal sale of medical marijuana should be regulated and taxed. Proposition 19, if passed, would give further legitimacy to medical marijuana use in California and help erode the lingering stigmas associated with the drugs, said Bob Culkin. Are there still stigmas associated with this? Like, really? 
Are you seriously asking that? We're all almost 30, our generation. And I think it either started with ours and even our parents, but not their parents. We know that weed is A-OK and fine, and there's nothing wrong with it except for the fact that it's illegal. Like, as a drug itself, it's fine. Whoa. What was that? The can. That was crazy. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we all know. Our brothers and sisters, that generation, they all know. So it's really just the really older people and the ones that have been brainwashed, of course. Like, they don't know. Well, it's all of the people that are in the political but, positions right, right now. That whole generation. That, generation, that yeah. age bracket right there. All those people, those are the ones that have the stigma. They're the only ones that still believe those well, stigmas. Not all those because people, but a good portion of them. They're the ones that made the stigmas and right. kept it alive from back when the a-hole guy made them, you know? Mm-hmm. So they cling on to that. Right. We know better. We do, but we're not in that position yet. We're we're n- still we can't another, be. We're not old enough. We've got another 20 years. We're not old enough. Don't I you know. have to be at least, what, 34? Or what's what's the age? MDS, he knows. I thought what. it was like 40-something. Is it? To be president or to be I just thought, Congress or well, whatever? I thought it was like 45. Probably. I don't know. See, they don't even let us. If I know that, I'm going to be really surprised. Because that Me means too. I remembered stuff from like way back. Stuff that has no bearing yeah. on my life whatsoever. I know. MDS, what's the age? <laughs> I know you know. While he's looking or thinking, um, we're at the tip of the iceberg. We're, de- we're defining now how the industry is going to unroll, said Kalkin, as... He manned his booth at Saturday's Expo. If Prop 19 passes, more people will want it and feel comfortable using it. On sale Saturday was everything from marijuana cookbooks and posters to storage containers and hand-blown glass pipes. Nice. At Entertainer Magic Johnson Ellingworth's Ellingson's booth, a comic book chronicling the adventure of Henry Hemp was available hmm. for $3. Hmm. Yes. Henry Hemp. Henry Hemp. Awesome. Nobody should be in jail for a plant. No jail in no jail for pot, hemp seeds, or anything, Ellingson said into a microphone as Expo attendees walked by his booth, smiling at the green foam hat shaped like gigantic marijuana leaf perched on his head. Awesome. At the unconventional foundation for autism booth, parent Miko Hester Perez of Bria recounted her controversial decision to treat her terminally ill autistic son with small doses of marijuana. That's been actually working, too, hasn't it? Yes. We need to talk about that. Like, we're going to do a whole show about that, I think. Right, right. Because that's really awesome that that's working for autism. Uh, right. And, I mean, it's really important for me especially because, you know, my my I have a child who actually was diagnosed with autistic several years ago. And he's on pharmaceutical medications. And if this is proof that something like this can help him, then that makes me feel a lot better because the medications he's on could seriously hurt him. Right. And the weed would probably help him more than what the pharmaceutical medications are doing or can do. Right. Um, Joey, who was... Who was, had been... Nice. Nice, guys. Nice. Joey, who had been given just six months to live last year, weighed 48 pounds at age 10. Hester Perez said he was extremely aggressive on 13 medications for autism. My son's only on three right now. 13? Yeah. 
That's my re- son's on three. Is that your son at that point, or is that the the, the what the model. medication creates? It's what the medication creates. Because that's crazy. And that's so the much. Child down to that's really. so yeah, much. Yeah, it's sad too. Wow, it's sad. Um, he had recently been diagnosed with anorexia and malnutrition. She said. After she began giving him very carefully controlled doses of marijuana in a brownie, his behavior improved. Hmm. He gained more than 40 pounds, and hmm. he went down to two autism medications. Imagine two so, from 13 yes. with a little weed. Right. That's amazing. Um, Let's study that. I know. And she works with um, 100 other parents. That are that's also awesome. working this way with their children. And they're all getting good results like yeah. that. That's oh, yeah. so great. She says, I saved my son's life. Her story has been featured on TV shows like Good Morning America in 2020. This is an alternative to parents who have exhausted all other means. Hester Perez said her decision came with great hesitation. And even at Saturday's Expo, she explained how out of place she felt. Um... I feel like a fish out of water, she said. I'm not, I'm, I'm a non-cannabis user. And the next booth over is selling marijuana pipes. But I'm here. I couldn't sleep at night knowing I could help another family. A few booths down from her was Other Side Farms, a Costa Mesa cooperative that grows medical marijuana for about 200 members, including for young Joey and for Joanne Clark, a Costa Mesa legal secretary who has suffered from rheumatoid arthritis for the past 23 years. Also good for arthritis. Yes. Is there rheumatoid anything? Rheumatoid arthritis is not, is not fun at all. Like, I bet. It, dis, it like totally starts to make your fingers go oh, in like different cur- directions. Yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. And stuff like it calcifies. The, it's horrible. Um... I'm glad that this plant can cure so many right. things. Maybe that's why we're so healthy. I know. Like our generation compared to like our grandparents, like we look pretty young for being almost 30 compared to what they look like back then. I mean, granted, we haven't been drafted for, you know, NAM or nothing like that, yeah. but I think a, a lot of it There's has no to do with... Yeah. Well, we're going through well, the thing right now. <laughs> a little whatever. bit of depression, but... <laughs> Nothing a little weed can't, you know, yeah, clear right I mean, up. Everybody's not jumping off of buildings. I have a horrendous day at work. I can just wait till I get home and blaze one, and I'm all good. Word. For the most part. Yep. For Until the most I part, yeah. Go back to work the next day, then, you know. Right. So. Um, I was addicted to opiates, prescription painkillers. So Amen, I, sister. Uh-huh. Amen. So I decided <laughs> to withdraw myself and try uh, this. Withdraw. She also uses electric convenience vehicle for long distances. I had smoked. I guess that means that she's free. A rascal. Yeah. Free to see the I world. I had smoked pot two times in my life and didn't like it. Mm. Clark said she started medicating herself with cannabis via pills and brownies. The pain goes away and it gives me energy. It surprises me I don't get high. I go slow and gradually. Nice. The expo was sponsored by the Orange County chapter of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws or Normal, along with the Santa Ana-based law firm Glue and Kim. (laughs) I like that it was a law firm. Such expos have become increasingly common in recent years, popping up across the Southern California area, officials said. 
I'm utterly enthusiastic Orange County is supporting this, said prominent medical marijuana activist Richard Eastman, who founded a similar event in West Hollywood five years ago. There are still people here who say reefer madness and still doctors who write prescriptions for dangerous legal drugs instead of cannabis. I'm fighting for the right to be able to put the medicine I want to into my own body. That's right. It's my body. I'll do what I want. Right. Give me those drugs. Shit. (laughs) Do what I want. So we, we hear about how this plant is just awesome and helping and whatnot. And then we go to this story about how it's costing people their jobs. And we, of we've course. talked about this a while ago and it, it looks like employers just got beef is what it comes down to. And that's They want to have control. Cuz re- residents in 14 states and Washington, you know, the DC can now appeal to their doctors for prescriptions for medical marijuana to help them with their pain. Their employers, however, may not be so understanding. What's your problem, employers? What? What's your problem? Your kids smoke weed. You probably smoke weed. You're just being a hard-on for no apparent reason. We're not getting blazed at work that bad. We're fine. We're getting our jobs done. So, what's your problem? In some cases, workers have been fired for failing drug tests... Despite having prescriptions saying, in effect, that what they're doing is legal according to the laws of their states. See, that should be a big no-no. As a business, I don't think you should be able to do that if you have your prescription and it's legit. Mm-hmm. That's effed. Mm-hmm. Uh, though the number of cases appears to be small, they're exposing a new legal gray area with workers complaining of rights violations and company officials scratching their heads over how to enforce a uniform policy for a drug that the federal government has not recognized as having a legitimate medical purpose. Uh, you know who else? It's federally illegal, uh, and they can't actually do all of the studies that show the medical purpose. Uh, uh. Scratching our heads, because that's all we can do. Uh, God, my head is so itchy. Must be all those pain pills I'm on. Uh. <laughs> like, what is your problem? Oh, man. You fire me because I smoke weed? That is so retarded. Uh, quote, the current state of affairs puts employers in a very difficult position says Barbara Johnson, an employment lawyer in Washington. But the reality is that there are no federal guidelines like there are when dealing with other types of prescription medications. Um, hmm. If there aren't any and we need some, how could... Man, if only there was a way that we could make some. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to sit here and scratch my head for a a while. Uh, that feels good. Uh... If only there was something we could do. Uh, like, you guys are grown-ass humans. Figure it out. We figured it out. Just do what we're doing. It's cool. They're slow. Apparently, six to eight weeks to get a card? Are you kidding me? I can go to Blockbuster. Well, bad example. Our Blockbuster closed down. I could go to another video store and get a card. Bam, like that. They just print it uh, out. Six to eight weeks? You're out of your mind. Amazed that anything gets done ever. I'm amazed that we have elections every four years. That blows my mind that you guys can get organized enough to pull that off. Uh, 
Bravo. And they don't even do that half the time. Bravo. Blah, blah, blah. You remember that one time that all the votes had to be recounted over yeah, and over? Yeah, I do remember that. Remember that other time their new voting computers got hacked? I do. And then remember that one time the news station reported who won and so they just went with it? Yep, I remember that too. So some workers have learned about this legal quandary firsthand at the cost of their jobs. Nick Stennett, 20, has a congenital disorder called Poland Syndrome. Poland Syndrome? Turns me into a Polish... That's weird. Poland Syndrome? Uh, it left him without a chest muscle on the right side of his body and with a right hand with fingers substantially shorter than those on his left. Because, you know, Polish people look like that. That makes sense. Uh, doctors prescribed one or two inhalations of marijuana each night before bed to... Re- <laughs> There's doctors that prescribe it like that. One or two... I'm going to go ahead and start you off a little easy. One or two inhalation. Don't take three, I'm telling you. You're going to get more stone. Just listen, I'm your doctor. One or two. Now, what what is a unit of inhalation? Is that like... Or is that like a full... A lungful? Are we talking... Filling your lungs. A lungful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two lungfuls. <laughs> That's so weird to say. Like, I'm going to prescribe you two lungfuls. Now, how dense can the smoke be within each unit of a lungful? Because we're talking three-dimensional here. I don't know. It depends on if you're vaporizing pipe uh-huh. or pipe. What if you're eating it? How many inhalations <laughs> would that be? You can't inhale what you're eating. Well, I would hope you the would doctors would be smart way. enough to know that. <laughs> you can't prescribe two inhalations of food. So, uh, Mr. Stennett said he told the human resources manager at the Home Depot (laughs) about his prescription when he was being hired, but after his drug test came back positive for tetrahydrocannabinol or THC, the active chemical ingredient marijuana, FYI, he was out a job. Uh Quote, why would they send me down there when they know I'm going to test positive, he said. I feel like they put me through ridicule when it was so avoidable. I told you that I smoke pot. Well, we're going to need to test you for drugs. We want to see if you're smoking enough to test pot. I smoke pot. I told you. Yes, I do. Well, let's go get tested anyway. Just in case you're lying. I smoke pot. (laughs) Well, your test came back clean. You were lying, so we're not going to be able to hire you either. Like, why would you lie about that? If anything, I would say I don't smoke pot, and then you would need to test me. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I do. Steve Holmes, a Home Depot spokesman, said the company followed federal guidelines for its drug policy. Of course. Employees are allowed to take a leave if they choose to use marijuana to combat the side effects of treatment for a serious ailment. When they return, however, the THC must be out of their systems. See, that's ridiculous because... So let me get over this cancer. But you... No, but when I'm... I use my marijuana to get through the cancer. And yeah, right. And when I'm all done with my cancer, I'll come back to work after I know that there's no more marijuana in my body but because do, of the cancer. Do they know that you can have THC in your body and be totally sober? 
like that stuff stays in your system. So I think they think that it's like you know you can have flashbacks or something. Probably. Oh, uh, hold on, I'm getting lazy. I'm having a weed flat. <laughs> hold on, I'm having oh, a weed. Where's the Cheetos? I'm so where's hungry. The Cheetos? Hold on, I'm having a weed flashback. Give me the Cheetos. Oh God, this is rough. This is really rough. Not right. I don't want to go back to work. Oh wait, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, you can you can be sober and have THC in your system. That's all amazing. at the same time. That's right. That's how we drive. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's a safety issue for us. The uh, he said the Home Depot guy, uh, professor of labor and employment law at New York University, said that only one state that had legalized medical marijuana had taken the additional step of saying explicitly. Uh, that it was unlawful to fire someone for using a lawful substance. That's right. At the same time, Ms. Eslund said nothing in the law tells employers what to do so they don't have to fire them under federal law. That is the objection raised by Scott Mickelman, a lawyer for the American Civilities Union, on behalf of our Facebook friend, Joseph Kasai. Mm-hmm. Word to that. He's the guy we talked about a while ago that got uh, fired from Walmart. Even though he has a brain tumor or sinus cancer. Yeah, he's got, yeah, inoperable brain and sinus cancer. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, well, I, I really hope that they, they get together and they really just work it out and figure out how to do this. Because some of us need jobs. So. It would be nice for them to figure out what they're doing. It would be. It would we'll be. We'll see. The legislative ses- uh, session is going to be meeting again in like 129 days or something like that. Wonderful. I hope they're really figuring Thank you, everything Montana out. Connect for letting me know how many days. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that, you know, how many times have they met? We could the do subcommittee this. Subcommittee meets quite a bit, but the subcommittee is going to submit everything to the actual like legislative committee. God, what a process! Uh huh. That's so silly to me. I know. It takes forever, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. Well, do you want to talk about pot raids uh, before we get out of here? Sure. Was that? Sure. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So, this week's medical marijuana raids around Oakland County have people talking, including Gersh Avery of Dexter. What took place in Oakland is nothing short of armed robbery, says Avery, an activist whose comments frequently appear on the Michigan Medical Marijuana Association website. Patients in those locations had nothing to do with the day-to-day operations, yet their medicine was forcibly taken from them. Law enforcement deliberately targeted sick, innocent people. Avery even posted a video of his views on YouTube. The Wednesday That's not nice, guys. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> The Wednesday evening raids conducted by the Oakland County's Narcotics Enforcement Team at various growing operations and marijuana dispensaries across the county resulted in the arrest of 
15 people. I wonder... All people who don't technically... I mean, they're they're sitting in jail now. We're paying for them to sit in jail for growing medicine for patients. That's amazing, first of all. As long as they're doing it legally, I don't want to be paying for that. No, at all. No. And are they... Is, I'd like to opt out. Is the yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is the narcotics enforcement team like treating this like normal drug raids? Because you I can almost see them like rolling in there being all like forceful and everyone on the ground and like being dicks about it like that. But these are like normal everyday nice people that you can just go into and talk to and be like, you know, uh, what do you have all of your papers or whatever yeah, and is right. everything cool like are they running through like kicking doors down and stuff or well I mean that's I, I mean because these aren't gang members no these aren't rapists or anything like that murderers right I mean they it doesn't go into how exactly they conducted the I raids. bet they do because that's how their jobs have been for so long done them. exactly I mean I don't see them doing it can the drug task force roll in and knock on the door nicely and be like so we're just here checking out everyone's you know oh right, medical no. marijuana crops that's one reason why I'm all, I've always laughed about like you know people who get par- I mean I've done it I've like looked out the curtains to like see who's <laughs> out there you know awesome but, I mean, honestly, when you think about Window it, if tweaking. they're coming to bust in, you're not going to know until they're busting in. Yeah, for you're sure. You're not going to see them. You're not going to hear them. You're going to all of a sudden be on the floor with one of them on your back. And a or, gun in or your a mouth. gun in your face. That's right. A gun you're in your mouth. While you trying to figure out what's going on. If you live in Oakland. Right. That sucks, man. So, the Oakland County Sheriff, Michael Bouchard, said that his office had received 150 complaints about the operations, including complaints about Waterford-based Everybody's Cafe. Joe Kane, executive director of the association, protested the removal of medical marijuana. Even if they wanted to contest the validity of dispensaries, no one has the right to physically abuse patients. Ah. They are. They're totally rolling in like, dude, I get on the ground, motherfucker. They're totally doing that. Right. That's not cool, dude. Seize their wow. property or violate the HIPAA law that with malicious intent, he said. And a <laughs> lot of people don't realize patient information is protected by HIPAA laws. That's right. It's medical stuff. Right. D-Bud says that's called an inspection, not a raid. <laughs> yeah, right. A raid is kicking doors down. An inspection is knocking on the door nicely. Uh-huh. Even if they are... Oh, wait. Uh, uh. David Overholt, president <laughs> and founder of the Mid-Michigan Compassion Club in Stanton, said Oakland County should follow the Mid-Michigan model while set up nonprofit compassion clubs but doesn't allow people to purchase or use marijuana at the clubs. Right. This isn't a restaurant that you can come in and smoke at, but you can come here and buy your weed and then go home and smoke. But it it doesn't allow people to, to purchase or use marijuana. Oh, or clubs. use. I thought it just said so to use it the there. Then what is it? Point. <laughs> right. Huh. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Um, as, as for the raids, people who weren't patients should go to jail, he said. They're breaking the law. Overholt said his club members have never been raided and that the members work with law enforcement. We walk all the time and I keep them in. We talk all the time and I keep them in the loop. I think that's key to success is like actually involving the law enforcement and letting them know 
I'm here. I'm growing. I have all my cards legit. Everything's cool. Come check out the property sometime and, you know, look at it or whatever. Right. Something like that instead of, you know, being all shady about it. Right. Like, you don't... I don't know. It seems like that would be a better approach. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know... Unless you have something to hide. I, I, I support being honest because when you're honest then things usually go a little smoother. It's when you start, yeah, you start kind of tiptoeing around stuff, that's when you start getting in trouble. Right, and writing, like, fraudulent prescriptions and whatnot. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, None of us have been to jail or lost plants. The police are our friends. They expect me to do my job, and they do theirs. We work to educate people, patients, and caregivers to do what is right. That's how you gotta do it. Right. Absolutely. Dennis Hayes, an Ann Arbor attorney who has clients around the state, said people he knows are discussing the raids. It's terrible, he said. Oh, yeah, look. They, they threw old ladies on the ground. I'm completely wow. baffled by the need for a SWAT squad. Wow. It's absurd. Guys. Right. I bet you feel like big, tough guys now throwing them old ladies around. That's not nice. Well, I wish them the best of luck. Yeah, that's just no. I think good. around here, if anything were to happen like that, I think the cops, for the most part, wouldn't come kick doors down. I'd like to think. I don't know. Either way, I'm throwing a because you know Oakland. Oakland's kind of it's a hard place to live. You know, it's tough. Things are tough in Oakland. Yeah. Some ghetto, some yeah, projects. Yeah, but they would if they wanted to do a raid up here. They would to try to make an example of someone. You think so? Probably. Haven't seen any yet. No. I think they're too busy with JC and like real People things you have to worry doing about. Stuff wrong. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, if they ever showed up at my place, I would. I would just throw the world's most epic temper tantrum. It wouldn't involve me smoking or or tearing still, up manuals it would just me be involve me just screaming and throwing a fit still looking forward to filming that yeah for the youtube account all oh, right i'm sure dbud will will fill everyone in on, <laughs> That'll on be all great. of the little high points of it <laughs> so like we said september 18th join us for a fun time at smokers friendly uh hotboxpodcast.com/roachmarket and our contest the logo redraw contest ends Tuesday, so get your pictures finished and sent in. Draw quickly to info at hotboxpodcast.com and uh, slash contest is where the info for that is. So hopefully, you guys have some good stuff. It's going to be great. Yep, yep. 406 204 4687. You can leave us a message. And we'll see you when Tuesday. Yep. And that's that's it. Tuesday yeah. is the last episode that you can have to turn those in. Yep. Wow. Yeah. The next episode. I know. It's blowing your mind. Episode twenty. No. You have twenty episodes done and done. Day. That's great. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us, of course. And uh, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes and write us reviews and give us stars. Thank you. We'll uh, see you. Then Bye. Tuesday. Bye. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where this is where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to Hot Box Podcast.